Hey, I'm Rachel from Enlighten, and I'm all about creating a community where wedding entrepreneurs can come together to learn, grow, and have fun. Join me on this podcast as we look at everything that comes after social media, how to turn those DMs and wedding inquiries into real money in your bank account, which means you can live your best life and continue following your dreams. I love a podcast that gets straight into it. I've got my wine poured. So let's do this. Hey, today we're chatting about serving or selling with emotion. And you know, I love to record my podcasts or webinars with a nice glass of wine. And today I've picked something very special to drink that I purchased at a cellar door in Berry. It's a sparkling red, I know, an unusual choice from Silo's Estate in Berry. And I'm going to tell you a little bit more about why I chose this delicious bottle in just a few minutes' time. Now, most of us started out in the wedding industry because we love what we do. Am I right? I mean, maybe it was photography, maybe it was as a makeup artist or a love of vintage cars. We had a passion and we got really good at doing what we do because we did it over and over again. Then we started our own business and realized, I'm going to need to sell what I do to other people, but I don't feel as comfortable in this department or I'd like to improve my skills in this area because I haven't done it again and again and again. Now, if you are someone who wants to turn their passion into profits, but when you mention selling shonky used car salesmen and Google AdWords telemarketers spring to mind, okay, yeah, no, totally. No one wants to be that. So you are in the right place because today we're chatting about soft selling with emotion. If you came to my Kickstart 2020 event at the Sydney Opera House, you'll know that creating this community for entrepreneurs in the wedding industry where we can come together and learn and grow, it's my thing that I'm super crazy passionate about. I think with sort of the experience that I've had over the last 18 years in the wedding industry, deep in my heart, I know that I have something to offer. When I see other husband and wife teams struggling financially, not being rewarded for their hard work, losing time on the weekends with their kids... I know I can help and I know I can serve them. So to get this business and community idea off and up and running, I started trying to build a website. I wrote an online guide. I did in-person events. But I had this aha moment when I was at a wedding expo day at Dalton House in Hyde Park. I remember it so vividly. I had my stand, which I was pretty annoyed at because the backdrop had wrinkles in it. And I'm a big believer in the phrase, how you do one thing is how you do everything. So not having a perfect stand was really bothering me. And anyway, I was standing next to the table for Rossi by Design, a fantastic invitations company. And there was this gorgeous lady there, Graciela, and she's there telling couples all about her invitations. But she was continually downplaying herself. She's standing there. Oh, look, this is my husband's company. I don't know too much about the invitations. Put your name down. My husband will get back to you. And as you can imagine, this drove me nuts. I lasted about half an hour before I think I smacked the table and I said, right, if you're going to give up your weekend, you've been telling me all about your gorgeous baby that's three months old. Where is their future education going to come from? Where is the food that is going to go into your baby's mouth going to come from? It's going to come from this business. This is your business too. You need to say it's my business and take ownership of it as well. So I gave her some tips and taught her a little bit how to describe in detail the elements of your invitations, but then add the phrase, which means, and I'm going to tell you a bit more about this later as well, add the phrase, which means to what you're saying. Don't just describe the item physically, describe the benefit to the couple. You know, it comes with your choice of foil color, which means you can personalize your invitation to match your reception color scheme. 
Her husband came in. He heard what she was doing. He was excited. I was excited. She was almost in tears. It was just amazing. He was saying, I've always wanted more help, but I was too scared to ask her. Graciela was saying, oh my gosh, I didn't want to step on your toes and be too involved. I had this moment where I realized, oh my gosh, this is who I want to help. And I realized that you have to fall in love with your ideal client, not fall in love with your product. Seeing the impact that I had on Graziella and her husband's life, that has stayed with me. That is what drives me. Because sometimes when we're focusing on winding another ribbon around another stem, or we're thinking about the next shot that we're going to take, or the fact that this is the 20th smoky eye we've painted this week, we can lose sight of the fact that we are so lucky to work in the wedding industry. We are helping our couples literally make their dream day come true. To succeed in marketing, to succeed in attracting our ideal client, we need to fall in love with them, not in love with our product. So we need to fall in love with our ideal client and serve them, not with our product. And when this happens, when you're focused on your client rather than your product, you'll be serving and not selling. In fact, you'll be so far away from the used car stereotype, you'll realize that you're soft selling with emotion and you're not even meaning to. Now, identifying your ideal client and identifying ways in which to serve them, that's something that we can definitely work on more together and one-on-one. It's quite an intensive area. And you can actually do it through one of our courses that you can find on the rachelenlighten.com site. In fact, I love this idea so much, this whole concept of identifying your ideal client, that we'll actually have an entire section dedicated to teaching you how to do exactly that. So if this is something that you're interested in learning more about, you can check out the website, that's rachelenlighten.com, and there's a range of learning options on there. So you can choose the one that suits you best. If you love small groups where you can feel accountable and, and share your learnings together, there's some really great group events online and in person. Plus, there's the option to work one-on-one with me personally, and we can really boost your business going forward quickly. So now that we've got the concept of serving our ideal client fixed solidly in our mind, let's look at ways in which we can serve them best. Okay, I love it when I leave a podcast with bite-sized pieces of information I can instantly use and put into practice today. So while there are a bunch of ways we can serve our ideal client and sell with emotion, I'm going to focus on my favorite three today. The first one is building rapport. The second one I've touched on already, describing the benefits, not the attributes. And my favorite hack, which we touched on in an earlier podcast episode, my tell and show technique. Okay, the nice thing for us is that we don't need to feel like we're selling because we know that they want our product category. Now we're going to bring them to needing only us. The difference between this guy's really nice and he'd be great to have on our day or ultimately, oh my gosh, our wedding would not be complete without these guys. They totally get us. So our first one, building rapport. It's important and it's something you do at the first stage of your in-person consultation or over the phone during the setup and learn stage. Now, I mentioned at the start this amazing wine I'm drinking today, the sparkling red that I purchased from Silo's Estate Cellar Door in Berry. The lovely owner of the winery, Raj, conducted the wine tasting for us. And I can tell you, I've never really enjoyed a sparkling red before. And I wasn't, to be honest, too excited when this was the first one that they were going to be giving us to try. But as Raj spoke and talked with such authenticity and realness and shared his passion about the charities that his vineyard supports... When he shared how the wine was created, how the grapes were harvested, how the wine was stored and aged, how the bottles that they actually use, they actively recycle those to build road surfaces. 
I was blown away. I felt like, wow, you guys are really creating something here that is something special. This is something I want to be a part of. This is more than just a wine. You're creating a business that gives back to the community, that makes the world a better place. These are things that are important to me. Number one, I like you. That's the first part of building rapport. I like you. And then number two happened. He started talking about how the wine pairs with food. Yeah, now I'm into it big time. The importance of other local producers in the area and how drinking wine should be an experience. Pair this wine with this food. And I'm like, man, you are speaking my language. You get me. And that's number two. You get me. People will purchase from you when they feel understood, not when they understand you. Now, one way you can bring this instantly into your business without needing to set up an international relief fund is by simply listening to the words that your clients use to describe what they're looking for on their day, then repeating these words back to them. Your client may say, we're planning a very relaxed and casual party with a really fun vibe. And you simply say back to your client, beautiful. Our style of florals, car, music works really well for couples planning a very relaxed and casual event. Your guests are going to love a party with a really fun vibe. You're building rapport and your client will feel like you're listening and that you understand their needs. People will purchase from you when they feel understood, not when they understand you, because you get their vision for the day and because you guys are similar and connected, not because they understand that an extra bouquet costs $50 a stem or that an hour costs $100. Okay, I went along with that one, but it's a biggie. People will purchase from you when they feel understood, not when they understand all your little pricing and details. Okay, so my second key, and the one that I touched on earlier, is to describe the benefits and not the product. This is the true essence of selling with emotion. Rather than just describing the product, explain what the benefit is to them. So for example, instead of saying, your album comes with your choice of linen cover, you say, your album cover comes with your choice of linen cover, which means that your album can match the styling that you created for your wedding day which means by simply adding those two words onto the end of the sentence when you're describing a product, you can then explain what the benefit is to your client. As a celebrant, you can write your own vows, which means that you can tell your soulmate the most important thing about them and really share a deep connection, which means describing the benefit to the couple, not just describing the product that they're purchasing. Now, my third favorite hack when it comes to selling with emotion is, like I said, you've heard of show and tell. Well, my version is called tell then show. The idea of tell then show means that we are going to explain why what we're doing is important and amazing and then show them what it is that we do. We want them to understand our why and how it matches their why. For many people, once we show them something shiny and pretty and wow, they stop listening. So while you have their attention... Explain and educate them with nothing in front of you. Explain and educate why you are about to show them what you are showing them, what you are trying to achieve, the look you were going for. Explain and educate, then show the item. When they see the item, they will then appreciate all the details you explained rather than just making their own quick judgment based on preconceived ideas they already had, such as, oh, well, the girl in that dress, I don't like the dress, when really you wanted them to focus on the flowers that she's holding in her hand. So just to recap, my three favorite little tips when it comes to selling with emotion is first of all, building rapport, making sure that they like you, often by just finding something that you connect with and have something in common, and that you show them that you get them. The second one is describing the benefits rather than just the attributes. 
and using the phrase which means on the end of every sentence when you're describing the product. And that way we're going to be describing not only just the attributes, but the benefits as well. Which means, which means, which means. My two favorite words in the world. And then also using the tell and show technique so that then we're telling them what we want them to see before we show them the item that we want them to look at so that they can appreciate the important parts. Now, I know that some of these techniques may seem a little bit daunting, but when you think back on those first weddings that you first did or the first time you started doing that thing that you were passionate about, you probably weren't as good then as you are today. But that didn't make you give up. It actually made you more passionate to learn more and get better at what you do. And by doing it over and over and over again. And that's the passion that I know everyone listening to this podcast has. If we want to get really good at our business, we need to practice over and over and over again, just like any kind of professional sportsman. A basketballer doesn't just jump on the court. They have to go out and practice shooting hoops over and over and over again. The more we practice, the better at it we get and the more fun it becomes. So if you are like me and you don't want to do hard selling, but you love serving people and you want to serve and sell with emotion, use these techniques. I'd love to hear about all of your successes from using them. Thank you so much for listening to the podcast. Again, I'd love you to jump on the rachelenlighten.com site. And if you are finding these podcasts useful, please, I'd love to invite you to share them with other people in the industry and leave a review as well. Thank you.